A lot of people say, you know, don't care about what anyone says about you. Just be yourself. But if you apply this to the wrong context, it can be the worst advice that you can give to someone. Because what if you say that to a bully or an addict who is addicted to something that's toxic or a pervert? You're going to tell them, hey, just be yourself, man. Just just be that way. It's okay. No, that's terrible advice. What's going on, fam? Welcome to the Adoname podcast, where we watch anime with the redemptive eyes of a Christian believer. My name is Manny. And my name is Evas. And welcome to our reaction video of the anime Ningen Fujin, Adventures Who Don't Believe in Humanity Will Save the World. So, Sebas, if you could do us a favor and go over the synopsis. Absolutely, Manny. And the synopsis uh, reads like this. The story begins with Nick, an experienced adventurer whose party is led by his mentor and father figure, Argus. Following the completion of their latest job, Nick discovers a chunk of the money has gone missing and realizes one of the party members is the culprit. To his surprise, Argus forgives the member and instead expels Nick after being accused of also embezzling the funds. One night after several weeks in a downward spiral, Nick ends up in a local tavern where fate leads him to meeting three fellow adventurers. After a night of drinking, the four bond over their own betrayals and their destroyed ability to trust anyone. This is when Nick hatches on the idea for the four of them to form a party. Thus, the story begins with a party of adventurers united in their belief that humans are bastards and desire to make some honest coin. That's a heck of a synopsis. It is. <laughs> <laughs> this is a long name, a long synopsis, but at the same time, it's pretty interesting. So, Manny, could you tell us what is your opinion on the first reaction that you had when you saw this anime well before we get into my opinion let's just talk about the fact that this show is rated pg-13 absolutely and what do you so what do you think so as do you think 13 is a, a good um, starting point for an age for what we've seen so far i don't think there is a big uh, issue with that i actually think it is it is quiet on the dot i haven't seen something really bad maybe at this point with just the first episode i will not be able to tell you yeah i think it's okay or it's too much but so far i think it's on the dot okay i think it is too and i think with this first episode i think it has potential and the reasons being there i like that there are different types of people that come together with the same goal. And I think it can be interesting to watch how that unfolds. In in this case, Nick, he seems like pretty normal adventurer at the moment. And I'm pretty interested to see how his story goes with the, the cleric, um, who is Zem, mm -hmm. with the rich mage, who's Tiana, and the dragon i guess dragon-esque character whose name is koran 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 interesting name um but i'm very interested in the different situations that those characters are oh well i can i can't even speak been. to koran because koran's a mystery 
so far. But for example, like Zem's situation is really interesting considering he's Catholic. He's a father, like a father role in yeah, the Catholic well, sense. Not necessarily Catholic because we don't know the religion that is inside. But if it's like in the video games, he's a priest of whichever religion they have over there. Because they call him father. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't really know. I can't think of another another religion that names someone like that father. I could be wrong. There are a couple. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, there you go. Uh, but anyways, yeah. Um, I think his story is interesting how he gets accused because of... Uh, uh, he gets accused of abusing his power. Mm-hmm. with the leadership role that he has with a young girl, which is, uh, I feel like that's a storyline that is, I, would, I don't want to say common, but is happens in the world where there's a priest or someone who is a spiritual leader. And then there's a situation that happens with a young girl, whether it's a young girl or a, a girl that, they're not supposed to young woman young woman or lady lady or whatever um i found that very interesting peculiar and um i did notice also that he does that he has a thing for for being with different women because having that lifestyle and then having it and like he goes to prison or he goes to jail and then when he comes out of jail he goes to a woman's house and he stays with her. We don't even know who this woman is or what kind of relationship that he has with her. But it seems like it's something casual. It's not like that's his wife or anything. So I found that really interesting. I'm I'm very intrigued to un, to know more about his background and who that woman is to him. And also about the, his story, I think it's interesting in different areas because this case in a specific i mean i don't want to go too deep into it because then people can say oh but there has been records in history in which we've seen fathers that have abused the girls but in this case he's framed right he's accused he's accused he never never had anything with this girl on the other side the girl actually had feelings for him she Mm -hmm. goes over and confesses to him Mm -hmm. and when she comes to him He's a man of his world, of his faith, and he says, I'm sorry, I am a father. I cannot have a, any marital relationship because I am devoted to the, uh, the goddess or the god. I don't remember right now if they have a goddess or a god. But uh, he said no. He was clear. And then after that, they accused him of something that he did not do. Do you think their, the relationship that they had up to that point do you think it was correct? Of a father selling medi this is the thing. On because that- she would come to him doing favors, like little errands and stuff like that. And she would give he would give him he would give her a coin as payment. I don't think that's wrong because he's giving her a way of earning her life. But I do think there had to be more supervision in the cha- in the fact that he's a man that is not married. I think he's a teenager, is he not? No, lies. I don't think he is a teenager. Because he grows, when the time passes, he grows like a full mustache and beard and whatnot. I think he is a grown man. 
he is a man. And even if we say, well, uh, teenagers also can get a, a beard or a mustache. I think, he, I think at 16 years old. Okay, let's suppose he is around 16, 17 years old, 18. Either way, it doesn't, you have every word or you have any way to lose whenever they accuse you of sexual abuse when there was no supervision. And this is a rule that maybe us as men, we should have a, to be careful about. Never, ever, ever be with a woman alone mm -hmm. without anybody else. Mm -hmm. And I think that was Sen's first mistake. He was alone with that girl. But I think if I remember correctly, for example, like one of the times that he came up to, that she came up to him telling him that, she did this errand and then he gave her the coin. They were at a park mm -hmm. out in the open. And I believe there were other people there. Mm -hmm. Yes, but there were other occasions in which uh. they were alone. He was either in the basement of the church or he was receiving by himself on the church. And that's when she came. Those uh, in the park situation. Yes, it's a public space. That's okay because, hey, if he does something, somebody is going to watch. But in the case of the church, them being alone by themselves, that's where temptation hits. Right. That's, and, well, in this case, Sen seemed at that point like a godly man. And he didn't want to touch this girl, so he said no. But I don't think he had a temptation per se. But then the girls, yes. She wanted, she wanted to have a deeper relationship with him. Yes. And when, she, when he said no, her temptation was, I'm going to lie. I'm going to frame this guy. I'm going to make his life miserable for not accepting my feelings. Right. And even though we've seen the other scenario, which is the priest being the one that does something, this is the complete opposite. He's framed. He did not do anything. Everybody believes the word of the little girl which is obvious, I mean, the minor will always have the reason in these kind of situations or will be more trustworthy. And then he will have to go through all this punishment for not having the correct supervision. Right, because there were no witnesses. Exactly. That is the issue. Which is, which is why it's really important for a person to have always another grown-up adult in the room whenever you are with a single girl. Even with another married woman, you're, a man and a girl are not supposed to be in the same room alone. And that is something that us, as men, we have to be careful about. In Sen's situation, I'm pretty sure there were other priests at the church and somebody else could have been there. But for any reason, he was naive to think that he would be uh, okay being alone with the girl. And there you go. <laughs> temptation strikes she decides that she wants to mess up his life and he is then uh, treated as a criminal and eventually he's banished from the city and where is the little girl's guardian that's a good question that's that another we don't question. Know about. <laughs> actually There's that's no a good father. question on every anime <laughs> that's very true yeah. there are I no uh, no father presents in the anime pretty much that's very true i guess in um in japan teenagers are very independent that could be the case. But in the situation of Sam, he goes through, uh, through this difficult situation. What can we learn from this? Never, ever, ever, never, ever, ever, ever 
be alone with a girl. Not in the car, not in the house, not in a office. If it's in a public space, okay, it's okay. But by yourself, don't be alone. Always have somebody with you. Either another brother that you can trust on that is going to be watching you and watching her or another woman who is watching her and watching you and it's going to keep you guys accountable and uh, that it's going to give good testimony because sadly, we live in a fallen world and we don't know the intentions of the heart of the other person. For mm -hmm. that reason, to guard our testimony and guard the testimony of the other person, yep. we have to have witnesses always with us. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, um, I thought that was very interesting. I'm very curious to, to find out more about his his life. Mm -hmm. And and now that you mentioned also about Sen, I, it's also curious how he reacted to all this whole situation. If you are a man, a godly man, after you go through a situation that is difficult like that because that's a really really difficult situation you will run to god and you will embrace him and you will stay together with him and you will say my faith is the most important thing this cannot be taken away from me i'm gonna stick to my beliefs to my convictions and i'm gonna go for it but in the case of sen it seems like he did the total opposite instead sen decided to just you know what? This happened. Now I'm going to live the life that I want to live. I'm going to live in freedom. I'm going to do what I never did. So I'm going to have uh, many girls that I'm going to sleep with. I'm going to drink a lot. Uh, I'm going to be on cabarets and stuff like that. And we can see that eventually that passed a toll on him as well. I feel like Zem is going to... I feel like Zem at this moment in in... At, by the end of the anime is going through a phase because I feel like I feel like there's going to be redemption for him I actually believe which that I hope well. I hope because he, he he didn't he didn't necessarily do anything wrong he definitely do, didn't do anything any of the things that he was accused of mm -hmm. so I really want to see him um coming back and uh, showing or proving his innocence mm -hmm. uh, in a way or another. Yes, I want this guy to be redeemed because yeah. these are uh, these can be a real life story. Yeah, we never know when this could uh, whether this could be you or this could be me or somebody else. Yeah, because fa falling into the temptation of just you know people treated you wrong, so you're gonna forget about all of the things that you were taught forget about your morality you're just gonna do whatever you want to do um there's a lot of people that fall into that whether it's because of disappointment which is exactly what happened to him he had a trauma that happened because of this girl who falsely accused him and now he goes to jail for three months and wow that's and he didn't do anything of any of those things that they said that that he did and that can be very very tough to deal with and and he fell into it he fell into the temptation of i'm just gonna do whatever i want i'm just gonna you know do this and do that and not care about the faith that i've been living up to up to this point and hopefully um hopefully the, there will be a turning point for him 
Yes, where he will be able to change. At this moment, when I see this character, I think that he's on his lowest point, his deepest uh, failure. Maybe he's going to sink a little bit more, and that's when he will realize that he needs help, and that's when he will try to change. And that's what I'm hoping for, and I want to see Sam to be redeemed on that way as well, that he doesn't go back to becoming a... or he doesn't stay as a... a how can I say it? As a, as a guy of many girls. But on the other hand, that he comes back to the faith, that he comes back, maybe not necessarily to be a father. Maybe he will realize that being a father is not his calling after this. But maybe he will start to live a godly life again. And that's what I, what I want Sam <laughs> to happen for him. Yeah. So just a shift into Tiana. I really enjoy her backstory too. And I like. I want to see, because Tiana is rich your typical i wouldn't say typical but she's a she's a rich girl who from from what we see or what we know of her is mostly what her fiance or ex-fiance now was saying about her mm-hmm. or at least that uh, what other people were saying about her he was saying you're you know you're this you're you're always just thinking about yourself and you put down people who are who are not as you. not as rich as you or not as powerful as you and all this stuff i feel like i'd really like to know what like those situations like like her really dealing with people because the impression that we got from her was what this person said not really something that we saw her do in a sense because yeah we saw her taking the Taking the, the... The magical test. It was like a test or something. Right. Which was normal. Yeah. And then uh, they told her, oh, you're an uh, eminence. You're a prominence. Uh, you're really good at it. And uh, blah, 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 blah. You're yeah. the best. <laughs> and yeah. then she goes to tell this to his fiance. And then he just throws her away. <laughs> so you are like, uh, but what did she do wrong? But, you know, maybe in the case of Tiana... And this happens to people that are really smart. They tend to become uh, proud. Yeah. And they are too proudful and they don't want nobody to tell them that they're wrong. And they will fix people or correct people whenever they say or do things wrong. And that is, that is not also the godly way to act. That yeah. is not also the correct thing to do. There is a way of doing it, but you have to do it with grace. Right. So maybe... I'm just speculating at this point. Maybe Tiana made the mistake of treating people uh, lower because of her pride. Yeah, but- and, and I'm really interested to see if her story, her path from here, is a path that goes towards humility and generosity. Mm-hmm. I think that her story can also teach us about self-examination. And the reason I say that is because she reacted... To all of those things that her fiance was saying, she she reacted in a way that is like, what? What are you talking about? There's no way. Mm-hmm. She couldn't believe the things that, that he was saying. Mm-hmm. So I feel like she didn't really believe or did not notice that she is like that. And that also could mean that maybe she didn't have any close friends that she was dealing with. And I'm not talking about the friends because in, the, in her case, she has money. But maybe she did not have a real friends that care for who she was and not for her money that will point her out 
uh, with her flaws. Maybe if she had somebody, a good friend that will tell her, hey, listen, the way that you are speaking to your fiance is not the right one, or the way that you say things, or the way that you acted with him, maybe she will have taken a different path, or maybe she will have had the chance to change the way that she was acting. But instead, what we know is that uh, she did not understand what he was saying. And even the other girl, uh, Lillian, I think she was, the other girl that uh, his fiance was seeing now uh, was saying about her. Yeah, I think, I think we have to know more about that situation because he could be saying those things and he could be wrong because we haven't seen the evidence of her being like that. Yet, in my opinion. I don't, mm -hmm. I don't think so. So far, no. So far, no. And she seemed very surprised at those accusations. And it was both of them that were basically saying the same thing. And that she was, like, seducing the teachers. Or, or, Which I see that not as something that could happen. Because I see that really suspicious. <laughs> I mean, it happens, though. It could happen. But I, I just saw it, like, for a person who has a pride or who seems to have a big pride, it doesn't seem like a, she will, a, she will a, go to those, or she will try to do those things in order to gain the favor. But on the other hand, if she understands that she's a prodigy and that she's really good, she's the common way of acting, it's her a, trying to prove her and to improve herself and stuff like that. But I don't think, I, I, maybe... I think that maybe those were uh, false accusations towards her. I think if that's the case, it's a whole different situation. I think it's a whole different story. But I would say that if he, if the things that he was saying, maybe not all of it, but maybe most of it, if it's correct, I feel like it's a good lesson to learn, like I was saying, with self-examination. Mm -hmm. Because there's a lot of times when... When we, when we naturally react towards things or, or speak to certain people and maybe we're not treating them with as much respect as we think we are, mm -hmm. or maybe we're from a different culture or a different way of life. And maybe something that we said comes off the wrong way, but we didn't really mean it that way. So I think, I think it would be a very important lesson for her if it's true. I think it would be a very important lesson for her to be able to see the things that she does with with more intent. Mm -hmm. So, and to have persons around her that are willing to correct her, that are true friends that will guide her on the way that she's be supposed to be. At the end of the day, I think both of these cases, the cleric Sam and Tiana, the mage. They needed somebody that they have to be accountable to. And yeah. if they will have had that, maybe they will have saved themselves from having such a difficult time. Yeah, and I, and I, feel, like, I feel like we can learn from what people say about us. In, in, you have to be careful with that too because, for example, a lot of people say, you know, don't care about what anyone says about you. Just be yourself. But if you apply this to the wrong context, it can be the worst advice that you can give to someone. Because what if you say that to a bully or an addict who is addicted to something that's toxic or a pervert? Mm -hmm. You're going to tell them, oh, just be yourself, man. Just, just be that way. It's okay. 
No, that's terrible advice. So I feel like in regards to what people say about us, I feel like God uses brothers and sisters in Christ to help see our sin. And the Bible calls us to examine ourselves and see if we are of the faith. We are supposed to examine, am I showing this, fr this, this fruit of the Holy Spirit? Am I showing kindness? Am I being generous? Am I loving my neighbor? Am I uh, being considerate towards those that are around me, to my family, my friends? Am I doing things correctly? And I feel like there's a point where, yes, we don't, we don't care about what other people say when it's false. When they're, when they're trying to say negative things about us in the sense of uh, trying to ruin our faith, they don't say it with love. Mm -hmm. and they, they say it incorrectly, I feel like there needs to be a balance. There has to be a balance of what you care about that people say and what you don't care about what people say. And as well, that's why I will say it's important for you not only to have one person that you're accountable to, but try to have at least a couple of people that you're accountable to. I will say at least two or three. So in the sense that somebody comes up to me and they tell me, oh, Sebas, I think you are uh, too prideful. Which, by the way, it's one of the scenes that I fight with. As me as well. <laughs> <laughs> but if somebody comes to me and they tell me that, and I feel that that is not correct, I mean, first of all, I have to say, well, if maybe there is something wrong with me, I have to pray to God and ask him, Father, help me so that I can see this. Right. But not only that, but you could also go to any of the three people that you have, um, that you are accountable with and ask them, hey, uh, Manny, uh, the other day, another person told me that uh, I am too, proud, too prideful. Do you believe that that is something that you can see constantly in my character? Right. There has been any way that I've shown that lately? Right. Uh, and if Emmanuel tells me, yes, Evas, I think you have done it several times then maybe that's a thing that we should go to the Lord, bring it up to him and say, Father, help me so that I can be more humble. Help me so that I can resemble more your son, Jesus Christ. Help me so that I can be more Christ-like. And I'm pretty sure God is going to answer that prayer. So we have to take, even with the advice that we don't believe is truth, there is no harm in asking the people that we are accountable with, hey, Do you believe this is something that I should work on? Do you believe it's something that I should try to change? And uh, could you please pray for me so that I can work towards this and I can make improvements? Right. And with that situation, it's very relatable. We can relate with Tiana in the sense of that, in the sense that it's easy to fall into thinking that we're doing all right when we're actually not. If what he says is true. Mm -hmm. And when we examine ourselves in light of what the scripture says, uh, we need to consider what our closest friends and family have to say in regards to, in regards to the opinions of other people. And that is good that you also say it because when we ask for opinions of our friends, we have to make sure that the opinions that we're asking for are from uh, true believers, mature believers. Because I don't want you to tell me, you know, Sebas, because you are my friend, I'm going to tell you, yeah, you are doing good. No, that's not the type of friendship. That's not the kind of uh, opinion that I'm asking for. 
I'm right. asking for a true opinion of if I can uh, work on this, then I am willing to do it and I need to push this up. Right. And I just want to share two scriptures that point to two different types of opinions of men. So the first one is Proverbs 29, verse 25, that says, The fear of man lays a snare, but whoever trusts in the Lord is safe. Right? That is in the sense of fearing the opinion of man, of you trusting in God and people telling you, you know, God is not real and this and that. You don't worry about that. The other scripture, 2 Corinthians chapter 8 Verses 20 to 21. We take this course so that no one should blame us about this generous gift that is being administered by us. For we aim at what is honorable, not only in the Lord's sight, but also in the sight of man. I found it very interesting that it says, for we aim at what is honorable, not only in the Lord's sight, but also in the sight of man. And I wanted to share this quote from John Piper, who's a pastor and preacher. And the question is, how is the tension between these two groups of passages resolved? And the answer is, by realizing that our aim in life is for Christ to be magnified in our bodies, whether by life or by death. In other words, with Paul, we do care, really care about what others think of Christ. Their salvation hangs on what they think of Christ, and our lives are to display his truth and beauty. So we must care what others think of us as representative of Christ. Love demands it. But notice where the accent falls, not on our value or our excellence or our virtue or our power and wisdom. It falls on whether Christ is honored by the way people think of us. Does Christ look great because of the way we live? It matters to us whether he does, end quote. So on that note, we have to be, we have to be very careful to examine ourselves to make sure that we have a healthy balance of what people think of us because it does matter when it comes to you trying to grow as a person that, you, that, that is glorifying God. Amen. <laughs> and well, we already mentioned that Quran. Uh, she's a mystery. Oh, she's a complete another mystery. thing that we can talk about the um, the mage. We can also say that at the end of the day, she felt so desperate because of the situation that she went through that she started gambling, and little by little, the gambling started to take away all of her possessions. Right. Maybe this was something that she was proud of that she had a lot of money. And maybe this is also something that God allowed to happen to her, that she will go through this difficult situation so that she could lose all her money, so that she could humble herself and she could recognize that she's not better than other people. Yeah. So that's something that we can also see. And I hope, and as Manny said before, that this helps her so yeah. that she can humble herself. Yeah. I'm really excited. I'm really I'm I'm really looking forward to where they're going to take the stories of all these different characters. And I feel like it has a lot of potential. Mm -hmm. So I'm excited for it. 
Now, the last character that we have on the list is Nick. So, Nick, to finish off with Nick, he gets dumped by his girlfriend, gets fired from an adventurer party, and then he becomes an idol otaku. Idol otaku. <laughs> I mean, that's literally what, what the anime says. He becomes an idol otaku. And I feel like his, I feel like he's a pretty normal guy, right? He's a, a normal adventurer. But um, I feel like we have to know more about him. I feel like he's still yeah, a little so too far, basic. So far, we don't know any of his bad qualities. Uh, maybe. I like that he wants to make honest money. Yeah. At least. At least. He, he doesn't <laughs> want to live out of the government. <laughs> yeah. But maybe he, and this is another thing that I can see. We don't see, so far, we don't see anything bad about his character. We don't see that the, he was jealous with his girlfriend or that he was abusive with the other party members. On the other side, it seems like he was actually a pretty nice, decent guy. And yet, he was betrayed by the leader of the party and by his girlfriend. So, something that I that I thought immediately after I saw this situation is that who is the person, the first person, or well, I shouldn't say the first, but who is the person that by excellence, the example by excellence, that was betrayed by the people that he trusted the more? Jesus. He was betrayed by one of his 12 apostles that he used to eat with, that he will teach them, that they will share and enjoy time together. And this person betrayed him. Yeah. When I saw that immediately, I thought about, wow, that's exactly what happened to Jesus. The people that he trusted the more were the people that betrayed him. And on the other side, differently from Nick, Jesus did not grow apathetic of other people. But on the other side, Jesus was compassionate about other people. He was caring about other people. And when he resurrected, he showed up again to all his uh, disciples and tried to put them together once again so that they could do this team that we call the church. So as soon as I saw that, I realized, hey, this is something that we have seen before. And if Jesus, who is our Lord, was betrayed, what can we expect from servants such as us? I am pretty sure we will be betrayed by the people that we love the most. If we haven't been betrayed, we will. <laughs> That's something that will happen in our lives. And that is something that we can relate with Jesus. And this is something that Nick can relate also with us. There will be moments in which we will be betrayed. But the way that Nick reacted wasn't the right way to uh, deal with that. On the other side, we have to learn to be compassionate with even the people that betrayed us because at the end of the day that people that is doing that do not understand the reality of christ of who christ is and what he has done for us if he if they did understand that they wouldn't act that way so we should be compassionate about them we should be forgiving and we should keep looking towards ways of proving our innocence and doing what is right which is what nick should do in the on the right way. Another example that we have of people that is betrayed by their closest one is the case of uh, Joseph. 
and he was sold by his own brothers. Right. After he was sold, he could have said, you know, life doesn't matter. I'm just going to leave us a slave. I'm going to do what I have to do. And uh, eh, I won't care about anything else. Because technically, the life of a slave wasn't that bad. They will get the food. They will get a home. Uh, they will be fine. But even though he tried to excel and do everything the best he could because he wanted to glorify God. Right. What an example is that for us? Yeah. I think... There is so much that we can appreciate and understand from the way that Nick was treated that it should point us towards Christ and it should help us so that we can trust in him and trust in his words. Jesus promised that even if your mother and your father will let you go or will not be there for you, God will still be there with you. So that is something that is a truth that we can embrace and that we can feel secure at. Because in God, we have all fullness, all completeness that we can de ever desire. There is nothing else that we can find that is not found in Christ. So when situations like that come, when somebody betrayed us, that's where we should run at. We should run at Christ because in Him we'll be secure. Right. That's good. Wow. That was really good. I, I didn't even see it that way. <laughs> <laughs> so it was really good. That's good. Now, as Manny also said, we want to see them uh, prove the wrong world. Uh, I mean, the world wrong. Mm -hmm. We want to see them prove that they were innocent. And uh, we know that this can also happen to us believers. Because even the things that we believe are bad, God can still use them for good. Right. Even the things that we don't understand... God can use them for good. Joseph was an example of that. He did not know or he couldn't understand why his family sold him. But God used that for good so that his family later on will be saved from starving, from dying. Sometimes God uses the worst things that happen to us to make something beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. He makes beauty out of a mess. Amen. So I'm really excited about this anime. I hope to see character development. I want to see how they improve. I want to see how the story turns out. Mm -hmm. And they, believe me, I'm going to follow this anime until the very end. And I'm to end with this question. I am curious to know how they will save the world that they apparently ate. Because that's it's in the name. Yeah, it is in the name. Adventurers who hate humanity, right? Uh huh. Who save don't believe in humanity? Who don't believe in humanity save the world. That's a good question. That is a good question. And that brings us to there will be some <laughs> redemption, <laughs> and I want to see. <laughs> I wanted to be part of that redemption. <laughs> yeah, let's see if that changes. If if their opinion on humanity changes, or their point of view. Exactly. We'll see. So. Stay tuned, guys. Check constantly our channel. Eventually, as this anime progresses, we'll be able to give more content about it. And we'll be able to do a flag and an in-depth review of this anime. Thank you for listening. Until next time, Chris and peace. Bye. Thank you guys so much for joining us on this episode of the Autonomy Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a rating. You can also follow us on Instagram and Twitter 
at Adana Mania Podcast. Until next time, grace and peace.